0: back to another episode of Storytelling Secrets, the podcast if you want to level up your selling with stories. And today, like all my episodes, I want to start off with a bit of a slice of life from Julian because it's always great to teach you stories. Hey, we're on the Storytelling Secrets podcast. Um, but uh, I saw this really uh, f- amusing post the other day. Um from my mate Pete Godfrey in his uh, Facebook group and uh, it's going to tie into two really important storytelling le- or two lessons that are really going to help boost your storytelling abilities okay and um, one of them is not actually not quite a, a, a technique you might hear about okay but anyways so the other day I was going through my Facebook feed I normally have a Facebook feed blocker, but on my phone, I do not, and I saw that Pete Govery had this little post, and it said, I don't know why, but every time I hear some quasi-celebrity out of the catch cry in this together, I cringe. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny, pretty relevant as well, and then someone posted in the comments this comic strip, and it painted it so beautifully, There's, in the top left, there's this girl with bikini and some fancy pool, and it's like, we're all in this together, guys. And then, in the next photo, there's this buff dude um, in the middle of the ocean, he's saying, I'm social distancing on my yacht. And then, in the next comic, there's this dude in this fancy turtleneck, pish-posh home, sparkling, nice kitchen, baking a loaf of bread, and he's like, if you stay home, you can learn a new skill. And then on the bottom right, there's this little girl and she's wrapped in a blanket. It's all dark. That, you know, there's stuff everywhere. There's a toilet paper just like ripped out of a bag and she's eating beans out of a can, like looking really tough. And on the bottom, it, there's a caption that says, hey, they're just like me, right? And I thought that was, that was a really, really good illustration of... Um, you know, maybe what's current, currently going a bit wrong with some of the message of we're all in this together, um, but more importantly is that uh, one of the first, it kind of reminded me that it's really important to show people your flaws. Now, this is a maybe a bit of a, a side lesson, but, uh, you know, one of the flaws that I actually have is that, um, you know... I do occasionally probably once a day read the news of what's going on probably about 10 minutes I would spend binging on it um but it's not pre- it's not my predominant thinking okay it's not my predominant reading and uh you know just like you I will sit down on the toilet and uh I'll whip out my phone um <laughs> you know I do enjoy that dopamine hit uh um but it won't I will not choose to do my news on the toilet if this game bit graphic, then tune out. But otherwise, if you like me, then keep keep listening. But I actually spend my time, and this is one of the first lessons: is that you can contr- you can actually control in all this uncertainty and all this crap. You can control what you read, um, and what you read is really really important right now. And the thing I read on the toilet is people's emails that are in my market. Now, I don't do this with an intention to buy. I don't do this um, because, I don't know, I'm looking for a quick deal or something like that. No, I'm actually, I've I've got a really good hit list, my Dream 100 in a sense of people in similar markets, the market I'm in, and I'm just spying on what they're doing. I'm really paying attention to the tone of their voice. What angles are they using? What hooks are they using? How are they, you know, using their offers? How are they delivering their offers differently? Um, What's the language they're using? Um, And just in a... Because everything's changing so quickly right now. I really need to keep my finger on the ball as to what are these top writers? Because these guys, not all of them are doing their copywriting. It's uh, mainly someone else but who are the, who is it themselves like how are they doing it themselves or who's doing it for them and um, just really paying attention to what the, what the what the angles are at because if you can understand the market you're talking to right now really understand them on a fundamental level and you have got a good gauge of how everyone else is doing the same thing that's one thing you can control that's really going to help improve your storytelling all right and here is the second thing you can control to tell better stories and this is the one with a little bit of a twist and it's got a backstory um, okay so or well, back in 2017 when Jules was uh, I was doing my university exchange I got to choose I, I chose San Francisco um, and the idiot that I was I didn't actually you know find accommodation. Before I got there, I, I just thought 23-year-old Julian, I'd rock up there and I'd get to San Francisco. I'd spend you know, maybe a week trying to find my accommodation. Yeah. This is someone who's never moved out of home as well at that point. How dumb is that? Um, and so when I got there, um, two days I was in the hostel, I was spending $50 a night there and I was thinking, and I saw how competitive it was to find a home. And I was just thinking, oh boy, what have I got myself into? And I remember the next three nights I spent at some some of the students' room, like a group of students, their room. I was on the ground there for three nights trying to figure this accommodation out. Um, and then it was in this kind of a not nice area of san francisco it's called park merced um it's right near san francisco state university um like nice people but just not a great area uh especially if you you know want to enjoy what san francisco has to offer it's really far away from everything um and then there was this one guy i remember who was also friends with at the start and he showed me this room um he's like hey i've got a i've got a room if you really want and I go into the room and um he, he said one of my roommate one of my housemates, he wants to uh cut his room in half and put a curtain in the middle and so he can cut down his rent and you can go on the other half of that curtain. And I was like, What have I gotten myself into? Like I am not doing this. Like, clearly you want a bit of privacy um on a on a university exchange for many reasons which I can use you can use your own imagination, imagination but <laughs> Um, you know, like you just want your own space and I didn't want to spend, what was it, like $950 for some (laughs) curtain in the middle of a room, room in a really far away spot and, um, it was not good. Um, so I was getting, I think it was on the end of the third night. Oh, it was was the start of the third day and I was on the hunt that day because all these Craigslist Listings had come up all the time um, for, for new places to check out. And I, I remember that one day I did probably like six Ubers going, dotting around San Francisco, looking at all these places. All of them were either too expensive or just a dungeon and shit. And um, I was really feeling down. I, was, I think I was up to my last home that I was up to, or second last. And um, I remember the rent was the cheapest out of all of them, 800 US a month, which for San Francisco is ridiculously cheap. And I, I didn't have a lot of high hopes for that because I thought, you know, $800 out of all of them is the cheapest, it's going to be the one of the worst. And then I go there and it, it was my own room. It was next, It was you could hear the ocean. It was really nice. Um. And... I remember I had a... That's right. I had a coffee with the two owners. It was Richie and his girlfriend, April, at the time. And now, Richie, if you're listening to this, I am so, so grateful that you chose me um, because I would have been absolutely stuck if you didn't pick me. But Richie took me on. And um, that whole first week was so stressful. Insanely stressful. (laughs) Um, And I didn't know how to handle my stress that well. You know, sleeping on other people's floors, checking out these worst places ever, thinking how am I going to afford everything? Like, this is the start of my journey, the start of my trip, and didn't want this to, um, I didn't want this to like keep going. And I read that Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss had just come out, and I went to the bookstore. It was sold out. So next best thing, some Aussie discovers Amazon. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. I can get again get my book shipped the same day. And it was, sure enough, like three hours later, the book arrived. I'm like, this is freaking awesome. This is this is so cool. Started binge reading Tools of Titans. And then there was this one part where he mentions um, 80% of successful people, or 80 out of all the successful people that he's interviewed in that book, 80% of them have some sort of mindfulness practice. And I was like, oh, and he talked about the benefits and, you know, just decompressing after a stressful day or even events. I'm like, man, I'm sold. A hundred percent, I'm doing this because I'm not letting, um, you know, uncertainty of what's to come to control my thoughts and my state of being. And since then, I've been almost a daily meditator. I would say about four to four to six days a week, um, I meditate. And, you know, I started on the app, I started on Touch uh, Headspace, I finished pretty much every single meditation there was, except maybe the, the mental health one, I'm still pretty good up there, um, but all, all the self-improvement ones, all the ones for sport, sleep, I tried them all, finished it, and I've just been on a journey of trying different meditations, different styles, and that is where it comes to my last point. There is one thing that you can control in all this, and that's your breathing and your thoughts. So, and it is the thing that I credit all my creative writing to and um, all my just thinking, a uh, clear thinking in general, is my ability to calm my mind and meditate. It um, goes back to that comic at the end of the script you can learn a new skill. Um, but this is a skill that is pretty attainable, very accessible, um, and all it requires you is just to get past. An initial frustration because you're not getting the result you want. Or well, do we're living in a society of instant gratification? I can assure you, is one of the best life skills I have ever picked up. And while I haven't re- attained all the riches and fabulous bodies that that book, Tools of Titans, showed, that is the one skill that I picked up from that book, and I found immensely helpful. And um, it's kind of it's really helped me with um, where I'm at right now with um, copywriting. Uh, especially email copywriting, and those are my two tips today. Okay, so you can control what you read, and you want to try and read, um, especially if you're really interested in telling stories and persuading people and being very empathetic people, empathetic with people right now. Um, you know, who are those people who are really influential in your in your markets, similar markets to you, have a designated email address to them. And then, you know, when you're sitting on the toilet or you got some dead time, read it, read their stuff. And obviously, the second thing is you control your breathing, control your meditation. Uh, you can control your thoughts through meditation. Those are my two great story tips. I hope you like my San Francisco story. I've got plenty of little other stories like that. Um, but otherwise, you know, go check out the the members area. I'm going to leave that in the description, how to write, how to sell, and how to market with your stories. I keep adding stuff to it. I don't really... Have, I'm going to promote a bit more because I actually do keep adding stuff to it. Um, and really good resources in there as well if you definitely want to grab it. I, def- I could promote a bit better. Um, but seriously, how more simple is that? I don't know how to write a story. I don't know how to sell it. I don't know how to market it. Well, here's your answer. Go to my description and of this podcast. Click the link. Help me out. Well, not help me out. Help yourself out. And uh, I'll see you there. Otherwise, this has been... I really enjoyed this podcast episode. I'm going to see you on Thursday for a story-based interview, and I'm going to see you later. Catch you around.